Yes, hello. Oh, <coughs> terrible start. I should have coughed before. Yes, hello. What is happening, everyone? Welcome back to another episode. Regan's Rugby, Strength and Conditioning. Yes, had a few weeks off. I hold my hands up. Um, as I've explained before, this podcast is a kind of extra thing, extracurricular activity, if you call it. Um, I do have it on my list of things to do of the week, but sometimes it does not get done. <coughs> um at the end of the month, I've normally got some promotions going on. I'm welcome, welcoming a lot of new guys onto my full plan and onto my challenges. And normally at the start of the month, I have a big influx of people to help out and message and tweak their plans and, and all this kind of crap. So that is why maybe there there might, there might be a pattern of uh, less podcasts and less content coming out at the end and beginning of the month. But hey-ho, we are here and we are ready to, to delve into some bountiful wisdom from Reggie Boy. And the first thing I was gonna I was gonna crack on with is the, is the fact that you have to be flexible in in life, in work, in your training, whatever. Um, this is a Monday morning. Uh, recording a podcast is definitely not a first of the week job for me. As I just told you, it's normally one of the last jobs of the week. I I sometimes don't even well often don't even get around to doing it. But you have got to be flexible in everything. And this morning. My internet is fucking terrible. I was trying to load a, pl- a plan for someone. It took me four minutes to load one page, let alone clicking onto the next page of his training. And I just thought, fuck it, I'm not doing this. Um, my Monday morning is normally at least half a day of checking in with all my clients. Um, but that cannot be the case and you have to be flexible. Um, and I was like, right, I guess all my internet duties are gone. I'm going to write a couple of email newsletters. I'm going to record my podcast. I'm going to do a few things, planning that I can do off of the internet. Uh, and that's what it's got to be. And it's got to be the same with with your, your training as well and your diet. So 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 let's say you go to the gym and you do have a training program. And off the off the on the off chance, the gym is stupid, crazy busy or or all the rowing machines are broken and you can't do the rowing machine. You can't go... Get your, throw your toys out of the pram. Oh my God, it's fucking terrible. I've got a plan to do, blah, 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 blah. You've got to be flexible and just um, tweak it to, tweak it to whatever you, whatever is similar. I tell the guys that are doing my online plan, look, I'm not there with you. When I was a personal trainer, I could think of an exercise within one second, but I'm not there with you. That is the benefit of, of training online. You can train at your own time and in your own facility and whatever. But obviously the, 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 the one thing that could be more, more valuable with someone in person with you is that they can give you exercise alternatives but you do have to use your brain i mean if you can't do a bent over row most people know that you can go over and do a dumbbell row or if you can't do a barbell squat most people know you can go over and do a kettlebell goblet squat or something like that so you just have to use your brain with my plans and with your own training and the same comes to nutrition Obviously, there's a, a food plan I give people, but people with busy lives, they might have an impromptu meeting somewhere and you might be hungry and you have to think on the go, right, I'm going into this Tesco. What can I have? Yes, I can grab a meal deal and a, and a Coke and a crisp for three pounds. But if I sieve through, there's normally a little health pack or normally um, a little salad pack and you can get some some uh, some uh, dried meat or cooked cold meats. And there you go, bosh, on, on the go, healthy, low calorie meal. Um, and uh, you just need to be flexible. Like plans are, plans are good and it's good to follow a plan. We like following a plan, uh, but you do need to be flexible in your life, nutrition, training, business, relationship, whatevs. So that is life lesson number one. So yes, a couple of things that I was gonna ramble on about. Um, 
questions I've got, topics that have popped up in my head over the last week or so. Um, and we'll just we'll just crack in. So, so something I see with when I was clients, personal training, people I know now, is um, when they're starting their fitness journey, they, they set up a new Facebook page or they set up a new Instagram page. And I don't mean to slate the people that do that. If that's what you, if that's what you want to do, if that's going to motivate you, then, then, then by all means. But I don't know why people set up a separate account. Like, like I, I think people are embarrassed to, to, to admit that they're training or I think people are embarrassed that they want to change the way they look. I'm not really sure. Um, but setting up a new account for, for your training, like what's, what, what's the point? Just your, your social media is you and your life and what you're doing and why not just share it with everyone? Um, you'll get more feedback from people you actually know rather than hashtagging a million things and getting some stranger from America going, nice job, buddy. Um, yeah, I don't know why people have to set up a separate, separate you know, social media profile because just just that's your life just 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 put it on your your normal page your friends are going to support you maybe people maybe people think they're going to get the mic taken out of them um which i mean does normally happen when you when you change your behaviors and your habits but that is a part of life and that's a part of you know developing not just physically but developing yourself that oh you might not want to be the, the fat person that everyone knows you as and you're gonna have to change your behaviors and your habits and some people might not be able to deal with that but that is a choice that you have to do. And, and I got that stick like, oh, you've changed. Oh, God. And then I know plenty of people like, oh, you used to come out every weekend. Not me, just even clients. And it's hard. There's that social pressure to be that person that you were before. Um, but if you want to change the way you look and feel, like, what's the point? If, you, if, you, if you're living your life because other people tell you a certain way on the weekend, but then the whole week you feel shit because you look a certain way and you're eating terribly and you can't sleep right and you've got these terrible behaviors that you're doing in your day then what's the fucking point? You're living for these people and what these people's images of you, images of you. Where was I going with this? Oh yeah. So I just don't know why people set up a, a different page, different account, just like, just it's your story. It's what's going on in your life. Just put it on your normal, put it on your normal page and you should be proud of it and, and you'll be sharing with people and, that, and that's a better motivator. Have your friends and family seeing and saying well done and stuff because the, oh, I wasn't going to talk about this. What was the, what was the point I have to say? Um, oh, making your goals public is a really key term. I think back in personal trainer school, which is like the biggest fucking load of bullshit ever. Uh, making your goals public is like one of the key things to sticking to it. Because let's say, let's say I wanted to, I wanted to, uh, I don't know, do a, do a muscle up again, a muscle up on a, on a bar because I can't do it now, but I could do it a few years ago. If I said to myself, well, I'm going to do a muscle up in in two months. I'm going to do this. I'm going to write myself a plan. I'm going to do this on this day, this on that day. I'm not going to tell anyone. I'm just going to keep it to myself, you know, because it's my own goal, and I'm and I'm just going to I'm just going to put a photo up when it's finished because you know that's what I wanted to do. There's no pressure. There's no social pressure of um of actually sticking to it. Uh, whereas if you put something online or told your friends or told your partner and your family, look, I want to do this. I want to. I want to do this exercise. I want to lose this weight in, in two months. They're going to be people that are holding you to it, and that's why I say social media because you're probably going to have at least a couple hundred people see it, and they are going to be on your case in a good way. And then if you do slack off, you're going to have that social pressure and also that social motivation that someone you might not even think of might support you and is like, "Oh, come on, Danny! I thought you were. I thought you were going to lose two stone by Christmas or something like that." Um, and I and I get that sometimes, not with not with uh, support for training, but 
I like to put a little kind of lifestyle post every now and again and, and how people should sort of sack off the, the standard nine to five and, and go for a job that they actually wanted to do since they were a kid. Um, and I get people liking and commenting that literally have, have not engaged on my stuff or I've not seen in over 10 years. And you never know who you might be affecting or helping um, when you're doing a, when, when you're writing something or when you're changing your life or when you're putting something on out there that's, that's a bit different. You never know who you might be helping. Like I think me or as, us guys anyway, we, we, we think about what your mates might rip and what this person might say. And that's like literally a handful of people as opposed to the hundreds of other people you actually might be you might be helping with with sharing your your, your fitness journey or sharing your goals whatever uh, and that's still a little bit a little bit for me sometimes if I write something that I, th- I think is a bit kind of out there or a bit deep for what my image of, of Regan is um, I used to think about oh these people are gonna rip me as opposed to it's the opposite there's, there's no negative feedback it's only positive feedback and like I said people that I don't 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 see or or don't engage on any any of my posts in in years would say like good stuff mate and I wanted to hear this and actually one of my one of my clients I said something about obviously people know me I went to private school went to university um was destined for the for the city life uh and I I packed it in to go and work in a gym literally only one person in my whole life said go for it which was my mum good old mum I don't think she listens to this but if you do big up big up my mum um, and then one guy who I was training at the moment who is who is uh, breaking away from, again, this private school degree life and he wants to just be an actor. And obviously people around him think it's weird, think it's strange, whatever. And he reached out, sent me a really long, nice message about it really touched him and it, and it really helped him. And that really outweighs anything negative. Like obviously I get these fucking idiots that I used to know that comment stupid stuff on my on my posts and I just think that oh you're still in the same sad place that you can't actually you know congratulate anyone you have to be in a fucking negative mindset your whole time um but yeah think about if you're if you're going to put something out there that's about your goals or personal whatever don't care about what certain people might take the mick out of you because that is just their insecurities and just think about the people that you might you might help with this and and if you're setting up a new account not not many people are going to see your your journey and your transformation and the whole reason for sharing it is to get that kind of social boost and motivation and if you put it on your normal page um you never know who you might help and and what real benefit you might get from doing that oh i rambled quite a lot on that point um what was the next point oh yeah i haven't actually planned this out but i I had a point of talking about there's no games in the uk until i think it's january or february and what you should do i actually sent an email now out on my uh, email newsletter if you're not on that then just go on my website send me an email and i'll add you in for some great bands, great technique, great fucking stories and knowledge, just like on this podcast, comes email out three times a week. Um, and it was about what you can do until January next year. Now, this year, 2020, has probably been your longest gap in rugby uh, matches and like full contact rugby against an opposition. I know in training there might be some contact, but you know that you don't go full on. You don't want to actually annihilate your mates unless you're a dickhead um, and it's going to be your longest gap in contact rugby probably of your whole life uh, and it really needs to be capitalized on um, you you all know how good it is in the pre-season you've got that you got about sorry before pre-season you've got about two months off you get your weekends free you don't feel fucked every sunday 
Um, if you if you check if you've got a game on Saturday, you probably can't do a full weight session on the Monday. Um, and in season, you're probably only getting one real useful uh, training session in, which is probably on your Wednesday. Uh, whereas now, this is the longest gap you'll ever have. It's, if there's games starting in January, February, that's going to be a 10-month gap of no games. And if all you've done is fucking sit at home and watch Netflix and fucking get fat on your sofa, what a waste. What an absolute waste. Not not if in case you want to, you know, like be a professional and, and obviously I'm sure someone like that has, has used this time wisely, but not because you want to be a professional or get a, just get a promotion or just secure your shirt, but... But just fucking use the time wisely. Like, yeah, the, the the novelty of the Zoom drinking and the novelty of of staying at home wore off pretty quickly. Um, but there's no games. Games would mean there was no training Friday, no training Sunday, no training Monday. And your performance and physique goals should be getting smashed. This is the only time. If anyone likes their powerlifting and their heavy lifts this is the, probably the only time in the in your life you're going to have such a big gap from smashing into other 20 stone people um, and you need to use this wisely if anyone does one rep maxing um, in the season it's not going to be your real one rep max even if you do it uh, in your off season which is only two months you're only going to have a two month training cycle you're not actually going to have a few stabs at doing it so this is a great time to not only get your one rep maxes up, but to sort of get down to a weight loss goal um, and to, to, to beat some of your times. Uh, uh, one thing that's really good for tracking progress is these CrossFit workouts um, because because there's obviously there's millions out there. But basically, if you do said CrossFit workout on Monday of one week and then you do exactly the same workout the week later, you're probably going to do it a bit quicker. And it's just, it, it's quick, easy progress. Um, and if you picked maybe two of those to do on alternate weeks and in two months you saw how much quicker you would be, um, it's not only physically being stronger. Training isn't about, about physically changing your body. It's about mentally knowing that you are stronger because that is that that confidence and that positive reinforcement. Like when I was doing my strongman training a few years ago, I had every single rep and every single weight for about six years on an Excel spreadsheet, hashtag I love Excel, um, and I and and I would look back and like every once in a while when I was you know wasting time doing my gym manager job, I would go back, I'd click back a year or two, I'd be like, fuck, back then I was only deadlifting two ten and I thought that was great, and now I'm doing two sixty. This is fucking amazing, and it means you can look back and visually know how much stronger you are, um, and it's and it's a real mental boost. I had a guy who's on my training plan who was who was feeling too lazy to uh, to do his Monday weigh-ins and to do his progress photos and he's actually a teacher and I said to him look if, if you just you know taught the kids all year and didn't test them and you just taught them for, for seven years and then after the seven years they would leave that wouldn't be very effective you need to you need to test them in different ways across the year to sort of not only track where someone is in the class I guess that's not important but to see how their how their progression is and I said to him look if you if you don't weigh in or you don't do your progress pictures you might not care or, or you might be embarrassed whatever but you're not going to have anything to anything to compare against and he actually did it on sunday and his last last pictures and weigh-in was five weeks ago um it's it's a one kilo change on the scale um he's only 84 kilos so so like there's still there's still a, a 
enough for now. It's not like he's a massive lad that can lose like three kilos a week. But the visual change is massive as well. And that, that to him, or to me, it's that boost as a coach. And to him, I hope it was that boost. I'm not sure if he listens to these, but you'll know who you are. Um, I hope it is that boost for you as well, because otherwise you're just training for nothing. And if you look at yourself every day in the mirror, you do not notice a change. That's why photos are so important, um, especially for weight loss training, because you can flick left and right on your phone and be like, shit, a month ago I looked like that, and now I look like this. And it's, that, it's, a, real, it's a real motivation boost. Where was I going? No gains. Yeah, no gains. So I was just saying that you need to use this time wisely. Um, you're never going to be able to train as much um, and to work on either the way you look or on your performance. Uh, and I think everyone should come out of this lockdown rugby ban an absolute unit next year. Uh, we're going to have some fucking hogs running around the pitch, especially if you follow a regansrugby.com training plan. But that's a story for another day. Next topic, rugby fit versus gym fit. Uh, got two stories about this. One guy, good friend of mine, uh, never played rugby before. He's a bit of a beast in the gym. He's done MMA. He does a load of runs. Uh, and he came to rugby training and the, the the fitness part of it again was easy. He does a lot of body weight in the gym and he's very strong, very fit guy. But when it came to agility stuff and sort of changing direction, sorry, he does a lot of running as well. He's quite a quick runner. Agility and change direction, he, he, he couldn't hack it. And it was, and it was, he was quite slow, obviously, because your body is not, body's not used to it. And he actually pinged his hamstring within like five minutes. Uh, I believe because he, he he was not used to those kind of movements. Okay, if you point your fingers at me, I'm the fitness coach. I should have warmed them up. Bloody, 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 bloody. But 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 this it, it's very different being gym fit, like a like a crossfitter, and being and being rugby fit. And the, the second story with the same topic is someone I was chatting to only on Saturday. Um, he was saying he, he's been training on his own, going to the gym quite often, doing some runs quite often. But then when he comes to one of my training sessions, he's absolutely gassed because it is rugby specific training, changing direction up and down off the floor, stop and start intervals, like sprint, sprint work, as opposed to, he was like, yeah, I do a four or five K like once or twice a week. But, but this training, even after the first 20 minutes, I was fucked. And I was like, good, because that's rugby specific training. I think I had a discussion with a, with a ref. I think a ref was going to uh, ask me if I can write a training plan for him. No, no, no. He was he was asking for me to write a training plan for his website. And he was saying he's a high-level ref. I think he's a premiership. No, he's a championship ref. But he was like, um, he knows refs that, that brag about their 5K and their 10K time. But then they're wondering why 30 minutes into a game they can't keep up. Because guess what? On a pitch, you don't run forward for 10K for a fucking 45 minutes to an hour. You're going up and down, left, right, crouching, maybe on the floor. Uh, you might get boshed if you're in the premiership um, and you need to be specific you need to have your fitness specific for your game I think I mentioned on this before a crossfitter is a super uber fit absolute hands down to how fit they are um, but if they jumped on a pitch okay let's say a crossfitter sorry someone who's Okay, two people, two athletes of the same rugby skill ability. If one did rugby training and did rugby specific training for half a year, and one did CrossFit training, which is gym-based, um, lifting weights up and down, and doing high-intensity work, but not rugby-based, the, the, the person who's been doing the rugby training is going to be so much 
game fitter, on your feet fitter, match fitter than the person doing the CrossFit. The person doing the CrossFit probably is going to look more muscular, probably going to have more veins popping out, and to the to the naked eye, you, you're going to look at this person and think, fucking hell, this guy's going to be a beast. But player one, who has been doing the rugby training for six months, may not be visually as impressive, but his stamina, his change of direction, his change of pace, his agility, acceleration, deceleration, rugby-specific skills, contact training, all that jazz is going to be tons better so don't avoid rugby if your goal is rugby if your goal isn't to play rugby you want to lose some weight and it look like a beast one of these crossfit plans might be more suitable but nothing is going to outwork a bad diet which is a thing i hammer on about a lot what was another point oh food substitutes yeah someone on my on my challenge was talking to me about cauliflower rice as a rice substitute and i think that's a bloody fantastic idea um, he grated the cauliflower himself and cooked it himself and that is a, a raw ingredient as a substitute for rice um, which I definitely agree with. What I don't agree with are these low-carb, low-calorie, low-fat substitutes which have about 25 ingredients, 10 of which you can't pronounce um, because people nowadays care more about just the calories that are on the side than, than what's actually into the food. So an example might be I think I've seen protein noodles and I was like wow protein noodles I didn't think of that and then I looked on it and there was like fish was the main ingredient it was like 30% fish and um and it was like all these I can't remember it was ages ago but it was a low carb high protein noodle and I was like what is in there fucking rank um I'm I'm quite an advocate of eat wholesome clean healthy food in my in my new welcome pack I say if something has grown on the grown on the earth or lived on the earth it's good to eat uh, try and stay away from chemicals try and stay away from processed foods try and cook all your meals yourself yes it's time consuming but you're going to feel better all aspects of your life um, and there's so many fucking food substitutes i think i talked about this before there's there's a brand called the food doctor and just because there's a bunch of fucking seeds on their white bread they brand themselves as the food doctor it's fucking bullshit um what are the substitutes i stay away from it so i don't really I don't really uh i don't really have many examples now because i've just eaten like cooked food from raw for for a while what else is there don't really know so so maybe that's a great that's the same with some of the some of the supplements like the, 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 there's you got you got to weigh up what's the lesser of two evils so let's say someone's used to having white pasta and uh obviously it's not great for you not a great carbohydrate source normally pretty processed and someone swaps it to high protein pasta you, you need to weigh up for yourself uh what goes in the what goes in the high protein pasta um how much protein more is it often oh here's another one often high protein on the front front box of a of a of a, of a product doesn't mean fuck all there's Weetabix which okay I'm gonna make up a number let's say there's four grams of protein per two biscuits whatever you call them and the quotation marks high protein Weetabix has like 5.5 grams per two biscuits but people just look at the front and they're like oh my god it's high protein i'm gonna i'm gonna buy this one and i'm gonna feel healthy yes um even though you get about five grams of protein in 100 ml of milk which goes in your weetabix but hey ho don't know where i was going with that but uh but yeah if you're looking for food substitutes Try not to have ultimate chemical bullshit crap. 
because the chemicals don't, aren't great for your insides. A lot of internal processes that you can't see. Uh, and nowadays, everyone just cares about body fat percentage and, and having an, a, an eight pack. And if someone has an eight pack, then you need to listen to their words like gospel. Whereas internally, their bodies are dying. Uh, mentally, they're in a fucking hole. But, uh, oh, they've got, they got an eight pack, so I'm going to listen to what they say. Um, there's a lot more. There's a lot more to think about. I was probably in that position five years ago. Looked crazy good. Mentally was not in a good place. Doing loads of getting absolutely smashed on the weekend. Internally was probably not in a good way. All my joints were fucking up. I was popping painkillers before every training session. But, you know, I was winning strongman competitions and I had a six-pack. So I thought I was winning. But you live and learn, eh? That's the, that's the, that's the 21-year-old life compared to the mature 28-year-old man I am now. Fucking yeah, right. But yeah, that was all the points I was going to talk about. Twenty-five minutes. Good work, Ridge. Good work, Ridge. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to my uh, my slightly different Monday morning. Hopefully, none of my clients are bitching about me or gagging for some help because when your internet's out, what the fuck can you do as an online coach? I might have to go back in the gym and start spotting people and doing stuff like that. Nah, I'm only joking. Uh, no, I do actually love training people. That's why I volunteer at the local rugby club here. But um, but yeah, I'm going to see what other duties I can do that don't require internet because you've got to be flexible. Anyway, boys and girls, hope you've enjoyed it. Drop me an email. Send me a message if you have any questions, anything you want me to answer personally from you. And if not, then just wait for the next podcast. I'm going to try. I do try and stick to every week, but, you know, shit happens. I'm a human. But yeah, have a good week. I hope you're enjoying the lockdown. This is Monday, the 12th of October. There's a there's a Boris announcement coming today. There might be another lockdown, but we'll see. Anyhow, much love, guys. Stay safe. Peace out.